right, so I'm Kevin Covert, the Deputy Chief of Mission at the U.S. Embassy in Wellington, and I'm here today with Dan Separley, the CEO and co-founder of Leo Labs. And uh, Dan, thanks for spending some time with us today. It's my pleasure. Thanks for joining us here. Well, it's great to be here in Naseby, and uh, I wonder if you could tell our listeners uh, what they're not looking at, but what we're standing in front of. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're extremely excited to unveil our Kiwi Space Radar. So it's the third radar in our network, and it's the first one that tracks small debris. So Leo Labs is actually in the business of space traffic safety. We monitor satellites and we monitor debris, and we send out alerts about risky situations like possible collisions so that the satellites can be steered around the debris. And so what is the technology behind that? I mean, how does this radar installation actually work in layman's terms, if you don't mind? Absolutely. I, uh, so the it's a phased array radar. And so what it does is it monitors the sky around the clock. So during the day, during the night, it's not interrupted by clouds. And what it does is it sends out radio pulses and listens for echoes. So sort of like a dolphin or a bat sending out uh, chirps for echolocation. The radar does the same thing, but it uses radio waves. And whenever we measure a satellite or a piece of debris, we then combine that with data coming off of our other radars, one in Alaska and one in Texas, to uh, fit an orbit to the satellite, which means basically predicting where it's going to go. And in low Earth orbit, a satellite goes all the way around the Earth every 90 minutes, or every hour and a half. So we take a bunch of measurements, we predict where it's going to go, we also predict where the debris is going to go, and if there's any close approaches, that's when we send out the alert. Wow, that's exciting. And, and so what is the next step? I mean, where do you go from here? I assume this is a commercial endeavor. Yeah, absolutely. So we're a, a startup that's located in the San Francisco area near California. We're building out a global network. So New Zealand's the third radar in the network, uh, the first of this new generation, and we're building three more copies of it. So we'll have one near the equator because it turns out there's a few satellites that stay over the equator. And we'll also have a couple more closer to the North Pole and closer to the South Pole so that we can check in on the satellites more frequently. The other big thing we do is also the software. So we have a software system running in the cloud that interprets the data and archives the data and puts it, pu uh, pushes out alerts to our subscribers. Um, the archive is actually an interesting piece. We're also in effect kind of the DVR for space. So if something happens with our data, you can rewind it and replay what, what went on and try to prevent it in the future, spot it ahead of time so that it doesn't happen again. Uh, so uh, it's exciting to be here in New Zealand with you. Uh, can you tell us a little bit why you chose to come to New Zealand? What was attractive about doing business here? Yeah, absolutely. There's a few things that are important for us. Um, relationships are probably the most important. So Minister Woods and the Space Agency uh, really had a strategic vision for where they wanted to take New Zealand in the space sector. And they've actually made New Zealand a leading space nation. And it just started launching satellites a year or two ago. And pretty soon they're going to have the largest commercial fleet of satellites in the world. We're in business because of all of these new commercial developments. So we wanted to be here to both support that innovation cycle and keep it safe and also be part of it. Uh, we are really hoping to have New Zealand software companies working uh, on the data sets that we produce. Uh, another thing is the relationships at the local level. So we developed strong relationships uh, with the local district council that enabled us to build uh, this radar. And then even the farmer. So Phil and Joe invited us onto their sheep farm and it's just been an honor working here. Uh, the last bit is uh, in terms of location, there's no radars of this type in the Southern Hemisphere. So when you talk about safety, the safety situation in the Southern Hemisphere hasn't been as good as the Northern Hemisphere. This radar fixes that. So by bringing it online, we can actually help out with any potential collisions over the South Pole. 
So uh, who are the companies that might be potential subscribers to your services and, and what are they looking for from Leo Labs? Yeah, absolutely. So Leo Labs is architected to serve four market segments. So we serve satellite operators directly. We serve regulators and, and space agencies. We serve the insurance industry and we serve defense organizations. And what they need is by and large, they need real time information about the risks that satellites face in orbit. So uh, potential collisions that are coming up, uh, if any satellites are malfunctioning, uh, newly launched satellites, where are they, where are they going, that sort of information. Uh, and then also kind of overall um, information that they can use to develop and revise policies. So there's huge questions in the policy world right now. How do we manage all the space traffic safety? How do we promote the space industry? And because it's a growing part of the, the economy, uh, but how do we do that in a sustainable manner? Because if you create debris, it actually stays in orbit for decades or centuries or potentially even longer. So we need to make sure we're not creating it. And that's a complicated question. And what we observed was before us, there was really no data on the market. There was no data to underpin all these decisions. So we're getting the data out there and the subscribers are ultimately subscribing to that data and then using it to make decisions. Wow, fantastic. That's really exciting. Okay, so last question, Dan. Um, if, I wonder if you can tell me a little bit how you uh, in, were inspired by this project. What, what inspired you in the beginning to come up with this idea and to found this company? I mean, what was the initial impetus? Yeah, so myself and the other co-founders, we'd all been interested in space and we've been working in engineering kind of related things. And then just a couple of years ago, we started getting more requests from new satellite operators. They'd launched their satellites and lost them. And they were asking for help finding them. And at the time, um, we had some scientific facilities that we were using. We could, we could try to help and find the satellite. But it didn't work that well because it wasn't really our day job. Uh, and in fact, it kind of interrupted the science. So we said, there's really a need for a commercial service that is just going to provide these safety services day in and day out. And nobody else was doing it. And in fact, nobody else knew how to build the radars that were necessary for it. So uh, two of our co-founders, Mike and John, had a long history of designing, building and operating these radars. So we said, let's do this. Let's raise a little bit of investment. Let's race around the world and build all these radars and let's get that service out there because the number of satellites is growing so quickly. There's about a thousand active satellites in low Earth orbit today. In about three to five years, there should be 15,000 active satellites. So that number is going up quick. So we said, now's the time and let's just make this happen. Yeah, hey, that's fantastic. Well, congratulations on the, the launch of this radar installation and, and good luck with the next phase of the project. Oh, well, thank yeah, you very much, Kevin. It's an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you.